The Cape Town family of the slain Aviwe Jamjam says her boyfriend was abusive and he often threatened them. The 26-year-old body was found at the Fahis Kral Stadium in Athlone recently. She went missing more than two weeks ago. She was last seen leaving her boyfriend's house in Mfuleni a week before her body was discovered. Her mother, Nomtandazo Jamjam. He used to accuse her of cheating with other men. He even had issues with her putting on makeup. An international conference with gender as its central focus is due to conclude today at Stellenbosch University. Various leading scholars on the subject have been meeting since Tuesday to discuss topics such as women's activism, gender-based violence, rape culture, gender attitudes and harmful cultural practices. Organizers say it's the first time that the RCO7 conference is being held in the country. The conference involves participants from Africa, Asia and Latin America. ANC Chief Whip Jackson Mtembu has slated the DA for its intended motion calling for Parliament to be dissolved. Mtembu also acknowledged that the motion of no confidence vote showed that more than 25 ANC members of Parliament voted with the opposition, adding that he was deeply disappointed and condemned the MP's actions. Mtembu says ANC members have allowed themselves to be used by the opposition to fracture and weaken the ANC and destabilize South Africa. Stephen McGowan, the South African who was released by extremists in Mali 10 days ago after being held for six years, is due to hold a news conference in Johannesburg today. McGowan, now 42, returned to the country 10 days ago after being freed by the group linked to Al-Qaeda. His mother, Beverly, died a few weeks before his release. The gift of the givers handled negotiations with the kidnappers. Government has denied a New York Times report that South Africa used an intermediary to pay a 50 million rand ransom for McGowan's freedom. To end this bulletin, the Cuban government says it's investigating reports that several U.S. embassy officials in Havana developed hearing problems last year, which forced them to return home. Media reports say the U.S. suspect Cuban agents may have used a covert sonic device to damage the diplomats' hearing. The two countries only resumed diplomatic ties in 2015 after a 54-year suspension. An announcement from the Cuban Foreign Ministry was read on local television. The ministry emphasizes categorically that Cuba has never, nor would it ever, allow that the Cuban territory be used for any action against accredited diplomatic agents or their families, without exception. It reiterates its willingness to cooperate in the clarification of this situation. For Good Hope FM News and Traffic, I'm Tamara Snow.